following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. There is no real ending. It's just the place where you stop the story. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Get In Loser, we're starting a podcast, it's your boy Cheetah. Yo, it's El Chupi Tan, what up? Yo, it's Chop over here. We, uh, we're back with another one, but before we get into anything else, uh, there's a very big, uh, thing that we have to address, uh, it's very unfortunate, but I'm gonna go ahead and let Chop break the news. Go ahead, buddy. Let them know. Let them know what's going on. Yo, you guys remember my grandfather that was on our episode? He's he's up. He's up in wherever he's at. Van Halla, heaven. All right. I I thought you were gonna explain it maybe a little better than that, but okay, that's it. Right, I guess. <laughs> Rest in peace, man. He was a great dude. That guy. Yeah. One of the best. They don't oh. make him like that anymore. Oh hell no. He he's like he was like the rock of the planets. He was like a good motivator. He was a good mentor. I grew. He was like alive for the Great Depression and stuff. So he was like one of them old timers that could really like stretch a dollar and was always like. I always call him the Jew, the granddad. Yeah, his, granddad, you're a Jew. His past favorite pastime. What was his favorite pastime besides hunting? Watching them damn bills. Well, yeah, okay. I was leading towards um him junking and. Bringing back the carts and stuff. Uh, dude, another love of yeah, his. Yeah, another. I, I, I remember one time where uh, he was doing carts. Cops knocked on my door. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? It's, uh, it's the personal home. It's like, oh, hold on. So he had a pretty sweet deal with like a lot of the local companies would pay him like $2 a cart to like go around and, and grab the carts out. Yeah, it was, like only, the hood. it was only like save a lot. Was it save a lot? <laughs> Right on, but yeah, great, great dude, man. Um, yeah, like I'll, I'll like to take a moment of silence to. Uh, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just to commemorate him, or you know, like. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna take a moment of silence. Yeah, he he's gone but not missed. Or gone but not forgotten, yeah, yeah, for sure. He was he got up there in age, man. Up until like what, maybe like six months ago, he was still moving pretty good. Uh, right? I I had to say the downfall was the it was twenty twenty. Is that when he fell in the like, back? Yeah, when he fell yeah. bad. Yeah. How old was he? Ninety one. Ninety one, man. He Whew. <laughs> shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I, I was telling Cheetah, like, like, I got yelled at so many times, I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what his favorite, uh, his, like, when we were in the room together, uh, it wasn't Little Fella or Drew, it was Ollie and Stan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, was you too. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Can you hear me? All right, there we go. Yeah. My mic thing fell out. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. He's a good dude. I'm going to miss him. Yep. Me and him got really close after we lost Grandma. I started going over there every week when I had the time off. and just sat with him, you know, shot the shit, you know, made him laugh by coming up with other crazy stories I could come up with. Oh, yeah, fucking... I don't know who else is going to listen to my BS now, but. My grandma? Yeah, well, your grandma only likes me sometimes. (laughs) 
Or she doesn't know who you are half the time. Like, What'd she tell you last? Didn't she say you didn't give good hugs? Something like that. <laughs> she said, I only give you a side hug. I give them a full hug. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, my uh, my last conversation with him, it was, um, I was talking about the picnic. So, like, our family picnic, like, mm. like the Harrigan side of the they were having their, every other year they had their picnic. I was like, Granddad, I was like, oh, there's a picnic coming July 12th. You got to get strong and get out of here. Like, oh, I'm definitely trying to be out of here. I'm going to be out of here before next week. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's one of the best things about that guy. Is he, even all the way up to the end, man, he never gave up the fight. He never stopped fighting. Yeah, you got to be tough, tough, tough to get up that age, man. Yeah. He he, 100% fully believed that he was going to, you know, walk out of that rehab. You know, you got to commend him for that. Yeah. He's a semi-pro boxer. Fuck yeah. Right? You guys should definitely check that episode out now. Definitely. Um, I will, um... Um, I will look up the episode number. It's a great way to, you know, learn about him, a little bit about his yeah, life. He had a very interesting life, that's for sure. Um, a lot of times, you know, guys our age and shit, they write off older people and shit, <laughs> but you're like, you're passing up on a lot of wisdom because uh, them old timers, man, they, they're they used to a different way of life and they've seen fucking, they've seen it all, so. Yeah. But but trust me, he he did have, like when he was home. He did have his supper moments. Like I'd be like, I'd be looking at him like, "Granted, why are you doing this way?" Because uh, I, I feel like it. Like all right, whatever. Granted, like the one time we we made him drink water, he was telling mom every excuse is water. This water tastes nasty. Oh, <sighs> it was like, it's like she's like, "Uncle, but you gotta drink the water." Oh no, the water nasty. Uh, I want my coffee or my tea. <laughs> but when I found out. Uh, uh, when I found out what happened, I did the, because, uh, you know, he likes drinking Arizona. If you ever go over his house or go to the party, you always have Arizona. Mm-hmm. Or he was a Pepsi man, too. Um, Arizona, I did the, uh, I did the uh, pour, pour out for the homies. <laughs> you poured one out for him? That's awesome. No, I did it, like, I put one spot. I looked up to the skies, said a little something, go around, pour a little bit there, pour it there. <laughs> then I did, um... Uh, <laughs> If you guys, if you guys, were, if you guys are uh, old enough to remember the Attitude Era from WWE or WWF, WWE, when Stone Cold just uh, bashed a can, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really bash the can out of his truck. I just did like a quick bash, dumped <laughs> like the rest. Cheers, up. nice. Yeah, like, you like, dumped it on it. <laughs> no, not, his, no, not, not <laughs> his truck, but around his truck. Nice. Then I just put the Arizona mm-hmm. can. It was like a trivia. Put the Arizona can there. That's it's pretty cool. If some fucking dickhead, uh, I mean, whoever t- moves it, you're going to have to feel the ref getting loser. It's going to be hell to pay. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, brothers, raise whatever you're drinking. This one's for Uncle Butch, the butcher of 18th. Or known as... The I w- butcher's coming. I, w- I wish I was his promoter for uh for his boxing career. I would guess what his nickname would have been. Wouldn't have been Butch. Hold been, on, hold on. Give him an intro. Give him an intro like you're calling him out to the stage right now. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> um, it'd be, um, come down to the ring, Eddie Too Fast Lane Harrigan. See, I'll give him Too Fast Lane because... Too Fast Lane? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't... I feel like it should be like, hey, man, I ain't going to say nothing. It's fine. Uh, too Fast Lane? Fucking Harrigan, I like it, dog. <laughs> hey man, whatever works, I guess. No, it's supposed to be Eddie Two Fast Lane. Is it sound if you sound say it's Eddie Two Fast Lane? Sounds good. I like it. Damn. Eddie Two Fast Lane. Oh, yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. Nice man, nice. Nice. Oh, speaking of that, that's funny that we just did that because you know what? Nope. Real quick, I want to plug something real quick. On Hulu, uh, that Jelly Roll dude just dropped a documentary about his life. Fucking fantastic documentary, by the way. I I like Jelly Roll. When he does his shows, he has that guy introduce him when he comes out on the stage. He has that guy go out and go, let's get ready to rumble. No way. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. 
But yeah, that documentary gave me a whole new found love for Jelly Roll after just watching that, man. I'm sure that shit costs a lot, dog. What a badass, dude. Guys had a wild life. But yeah, I, I should have stuck it. with the music. Hey, man, it's never too late. I miss that shit. Never too late, man. You remember, did you ever go to Matt's house? Yeah. My producer, Matt? Yeah, he used to cut my hair, remember? So you were you ever down there when we were, like, putting beats on and jamming? Yeah. Fuck, man, I miss that. That was, that was an awesome time, dude. Never too late, man. Remember them couple songs that I had? Yeah, dude, I remember when you sent me a song when I was, a, I was in high school. I was getting ready to go. It was early in the morning. I was in the parking lot, in the golf course parking lot, a bunch of friends smoking. I remember you called out me and one of my buddies that I played all your shit for all the time, and you loved it. My buddy Brandon, he gave us a shout-out before you rapped over the beat of uh, Dope Boys by the game featuring <laughs> oh, Travis Barker. I still remember that. Damn, that's a that classic. fire. You're taking it back on me. Hell yeah. Yo, uh, I found an episode. If you guys want to check out, it's a good episode. It's about an hour and some, some change long. It's episode 55, The Life and Time of Butch. Packed. There's some great stories in that one too, <laughs> especially yeah, if like, you're into like old school Niagara Falls. Yeah, we had a good we had a good Falls time. History. We had a good time with that episode. It was real fun. I, re- I remember <laughs> where, the bad part about it is we had to sing Grandma upstairs to her room. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna like do like, I was gonna do one little memory. Uh, like, you know, you go to a, a funeral, you see like the picture calligraphy. I was gonna get a picture of me, me, uh, me, uh, me and Cheetah and him all formed around his uh, his chair. Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna get like a big eight by twelve. I was like, ah, suck, suck it, suck it to you. That's my poster. Yeah. Yeah, but um. So you got do you guys um. Oh, never mind. I'll ask you that off off pod. Well, um. Yeah, real quick, uh. It's kind of crazy because I was, you know, after we heard the news yesterday, I was thinking about this a lot when I got home. It's kind of crazy that this week I chose, you know, this episode topic because, you know, essentially the end of a movie, you know, like the quote I read, is essentially the ending of a story. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what happened yesterday with Uncle Butch. It's the ending of his story. Oh, interesting. What the fuck? So it's very uh, crazy conclusion you drew there. Yo, that was that was like a that was like a quick snap. Like, wait, he this is his end of the story. It's not it's not like the semicolon, but what are you talking about right now? <laughs> you saying in this in his story? Yeah, that has nothing to do with the semicolon. Oh, the semicolon. That's that, for like suicide awareness. Oh, I think it just meant like the end of the sentence, right? You got like a hundred different thoughts running through your head <laughs> in one second, don't you? Yo, dude, just imagine you walk in my head for like your head is like a LA throughway. I feel like just a lot of shit happening at once. But yeah, um, that's what I wanted to do this week. I kind of wanted to just slow it down a little bit. We were getting close to the one hundred, so I thought, you know, I haven't done anything movie Real related. Close. I haven't done anything movie related in a while, so I figured, fuck it, you know, why not? Instead of just Picking apart a movie, why not talk about, you know, movie endings, man. Movie endings are just, you know, there's so many endings that are just like, fuck, you know, they just stick with you, man, after you watch them. The ending of a movie is like the best part, man, because that's where they wrap up all the story. Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually, that's, you can argue that that's kind of, not where the story starts, but that's like, a lot of times at the end of a movie, a lot of times... The story they're building the whole time they're building up towards the end. Yeah. So like the main synopsis of the thing usually happens at the end. You know they yeah, tie it all together. And the ending is kind of where you realize you know it's where they pack they hit you that one last time like this is what it was all for. Yeah. This is the big payoff basically. Hell yeah. And for me, obviously anybody's listening to this pod for a while knows that uh, you know I'm huge on movies. I'm really into them and. Uh, there's almost no movie that I've watched that I haven't found a way to, you know, find a deeper message in the ending of it. So when I got started on, you know, my list of just a couple things, it wasn't hard for me to, you know, come up with a few because there's a lot to this day that still stick with me around. I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm not even lying to you guys. There's sometimes I'll be at work 
and I'll go and watch a movie ending again on YouTube just because I'm like, fuck, I got to feel that right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, but it's true. Some shit sticks with you like that, man. <laughs> Other people watch, you know, inspirational videos on YouTube. I watch movie endings on YouTube. I think Fair. that's what gets me hyped. I feel attacked. I'm tacked. No. I mean, I watch them too, but I watch a lot of movie endings because it gets me hyped. Yo, yeah. but uh, I, d- I dig them. I dig movies too. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be the one to start this though, because everyone's expecting me to come out the gate hot. So I want to pass it over to you boys. Choop, give me your first one. Let's go. No pressure, but this is the first one of the episode. No pressure at all. Go ahead. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Came out the gate hot. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to beat that. That's a good one. <laughs> Refresh my memory. It's I haven't like, watched it in a while. It's like at the end when they're in that diner and uh, the two couple, the couple comes in trying to rob it. And... Uh, Fucking Samuel L. Jackson goes on the rant about being the shepherd, and uh, he's like, "I'm I'm the wrath of terrifying men, but I'm trying real hard right now to be the shepherd." So it, it's just all kind of about like redemption. The whole movie kind of is is madness and shit, and then you get to the end and you realize that Jules and uh, Travolta's character they're trying to redeem themselves and get away from that kind of life and shit. So and and it's just an amazing scene. You should go back and watch that if you haven't. Yeah, it's uh, that's that perfectly explains like why I wanted to do this episode. Is it because of you know endings like that where they they, they fucking pack something in you? I mean, they like they hit you and you're like fuck. You know what I mean? Like they kind of like make you think like oh fuck okay now I see the message. Yeah, you get the full picture. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I, I like the movies like that where they especially where they throw like a. A twist in the end, or they, or, you know. Like, yeah, I know. I know yeah. your next one. You're. I think one of the other ones you're going to mention while we're here today is. Yeah, I'll say probably one, one of the best. Probably, well, maybe not one of the best, but it's definitely on the list of insane twists <laughs> for, for sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure Chop's about to drop something on us that makes literally no sense because he's been giggling like a schoolgirl over there. So go ahead. Hey, fighting. Sorry about this. He's not going to mention it, but I'll mention it for him. <laughs> the Goonies. You've never even watched the Goonies. I shut the fuck up. I'll drop kick your ass. You don't even know how the Goonies ends. Yeah, I do. How? The fuck they find their treasure and they fucking exactly take, fuck, take, off. Take, fuck off. No, that's not <laughs> close to how it ends. But okay. Mama Fratelli uh, sleeps with no baby Ruth. That's her son. <laughs> oh, first yeah. of all, that's what I meant. I meant. How dare you guys disgrace <laughs> no, that? No, movie. hey, hey. I you didn't mention it. You didn't broke. You didn't broke that rule. You could you could lead us into yeah, but you mentioned it, but you don't even know the ending. That defeats the whole purpose of this episode. No, today. the the Goonies means uh, when uh, whoever mouth's like Goonies got to stay together. Goonies stay together. No, mouth literally never says. <laughs> that's not even mouth that says it. It's Mikey. I'll give a fuck. Mikey's the one that says Goonies never say die. Cheetah's having a. She's about to fucking come over. She's about to have an aneurysm over there. <laughs> you ain't doing it justice, man. You ain't doing it justice. Will you actually pick a real one, please? One right. that you actually know the ending of? Oh, uh, Endgame. Are okay. you going to elaborate on yeah. that? Or? Endgame was, um, it was, in, it was the end of the era for the original Avengers. Uh, Iron Man dying. Captain America giving up the shield to Captain Falcon. <laughs> you guys know me. I am not a Marvel guy. I'm gonna fucking dropkick you so hard is, in uh, your face. Is is Endgame the Thanos? Yes. One. Yes. <laughs> That's the final big battle. Has there been another one since then? Yeah. An there's Avengers movie. No. Yeah. Oh. Kind of. The next Avengers movie is gonna be the Kang Dynasty. <laughs> Did Iron Man come back yet? No, he's dead. You know he's coming back. No, he's. They're dead. gonna find a way. No, you our, want to bat money? Robert Downey Jr. already said he's not coming back. You want to bat money? No, they already replaced him. He's, there's a new Iron Man now. Ironheart. 50 bucks. You've never watched a superhero movie in your life. Doesn't you really matter. Wanna, you really want to bet me right now? Yes, I do. Because I know. They're not going to give up. All right, it counts. Airshake counts, dude. They're, they're not bringing him back. Richard. I guarantee you they find a way, dude. It'll be in an alternate universe or parallel I just told world. you they replaced him. There's an Ironheart now. So what does that mean? That means it's a female Iron Man, basically. For the, why would they replace him if he's not coming back? Because he's Rob- dead. They killed him off in the movies universe. But why would they 
If because they have to have an Iron Man. It just won't be RDJ. It's like in the comics. In the mm. comics, Ironheart takes over. <laughs> I feel like you guys just want me to like explode today. <laughs> yep. That's going to happen. All right, man. So that's, that's all. You, that's all you had to say was just the ending of the Avengers. Yeah. Do you know what the purpose of this episode was? The best. He he. That's what he says. The best movie ending. Yeah, endings that like you know, like there's a meaning behind the ending. Yeah. The meaning when Captain America gives his shield to Sam. I said, "You're the new Captain Falcon now." No, it's Captain America, actually. But okay. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> You're fucking killing me. <laughs> killing me, Smalls. All right, let me I hit you. With, let me hit you with a banger. Did that make your list? What? Endgame? Sandlot. No, I wasn't. Fighting challenged me not to use Sandlot, Goonies, or any superhero <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know Sandlot was because that's my there. go. Those are always my go-to. <laughs> let me hit you with a real banger ending. First one, I'm coming off the list. Gonna surprise some people, but wait till I explain it to you why the ending's so good. Motherfucking Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Fantastic ending. Dirt. Ending's got a great meaning behind it. He spends the whole movie trying to find out what happened to his parents that day at the Grand Canyon. And then he meets them and realizes they're fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, that's and that's better. when it clicks. You know, he need he never needed to find them. Cause he you know, it's just like Brandy says in the movie. They didn't leave you, Joe. You left them. You know? So in the end, Joe gets the family that he always deserved. And then, you know, while he's riding off into the sunset, after telling his story on Xander Kelly's radio, Xander Kelly gives him a beautiful shout-out. Says, you know, this song goes out to our good friend Joe Dirt, the Dirt Man. Wherever you are, Joe, welcome home. Beautiful fucking ending, man. Sometimes, you know, it sounds teaches dope. you sometimes it's not about the family you, you have, but sometimes it's about the family you make along the way. Perfect ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know that they set up, they made a sequel, but I'm ignoring that because the sequel is fucking trash. <laughs> so I'm going to pretend that Joe Dirt is a single movie by itself. <laughs> we'll let it slide. Which I do that a couple times on this list. I do have a couple on here that are. Do you, um. That came with the sequels, but I don't count the sequels. Just off top, do you guys got any, like, honorable mention? Like, just, like, a crazy ending that, like, you could mention? Like, one that would, like, surprise I'm you? trying to think. Yeah, like, one that's, like, totally out of fucking left field. I don't know. I'm sure there is something. Brave like Little Toaster. Brave Little Toaster, the Disney movie, bro. <clears throat> what happens at the end? He, he you don't even know. He, hey, he should throw off left curve. He, he, Brave little, to- little Toaster Man came back home. From his adventures. That's not even crazy. What the fuck? What <laughs> the fuck? All right, all right, all right. I mean, for real, um, The Godfather. Oh. What, that what? is a good ending. I'm not talking about part two or part three. I'm talking part one. What happens? Michael was like the uh, the non-gangster person of the family. That's when he starts turning. Oh, fuck. He turns. Starts turning hood, huh? He turns turn hood. He starts capping motherfuckers. He like he had to he had to go to uh was it two where he had to go to Cuba to find his wife? Mm. It was something. Yeah. It wasn't fucking playing about that shit. Dude, you know what's a wild fucking undo, dude? What? Then you know fight club. Yes. Yes. When dude realizes that Tyler Durden's just like a split personality uh-huh. and to get rid of the dude he shoots himself in the head. Fucking wild ending, bro. I actually heard the book is fucking like crazy. Oh, I bet. I'd like to read the book. Uh, I fucking bet. You know what? This episode made me realize I don't fucking remember. My memory sucks. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> like, literally terrible. Yeah. You got another one on your list? Come on. Who do you think you're talking to, man? I'm the movie man. Of course I got others. Come on. Give me a second. All right, you guys, give me another one. All right, I, I know, I know you don't watch this movie. Uh, Choop. 
uh, Cheeto over there introduced me to the movie, The Notebook. I've seen that before, man. Come on. Yo, it was a beautiful end. How, how both of them die at the end. I can't believe this motherfucker just thought I'd never seen The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, you ever saw The Notebook? She loves fucking uh, that chick, Rachel McAdams. She's a bitch in real life. Is she? That wouldn't surprise me. Yo, um, yo, during that movie, no lie, I was watching it by myself one time. I cried about four or five times. Of course you did. It was, it was some moments was bad, like sad. <clears throat> how Allie left for the first time. How oh, could she? How Allie left the first time. It was another time where he finally got back valley and her mom said, she's not interested in you. The next time was the time in the rain. Where he, he hit that line. I never meant to speed over with. I never been. This never been true. I started making on the rain doing crap during that part. <laughs> then the one the last scene that made it so beautiful is as Noah was telling the story of their lives. Um, Allie didn't know who who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing you, like, uh, laying in your bed with, like, a tub of ice cream. Uh, like, with his legs crossed? With his legs crossed. Well, like, well, like this? Boxer briefs, crying, watching the notebook. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for that image. I hope you don't get out of No, but it, it was a good movie. Like, it had a good storyline. It, it had a... I'm not going to go with my cop-out answer. Because it didn't really, it was beautiful, but it was just, at the end, I just thought about it. Good movie, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Titanic. But, because... I knew well, it. See you later, Fiden. <laughs> Fiden said if you mentioned Titanic, he was never listening to the potty gun, so... No, he, he encouraged me for the Titanic. But but he, she realized that, and she's like 90-some-year-old lady. Super's fucking ending in history, movie history. Oh, that movie is so overrated. I can't even remember what what happens at the end. She's an old lady, right? No, yeah, old she lady, throws she, the fucking the thing in the sea. Yeah, the whole the thing they've been looking for the whole time she yeah. throws into the ocean. Like, are you fucking like I get the part of the movie? First this bitch couldn't even move she couldn't even move over and let fucking my man Leo get on the fucking door. And now you're gonna throw the fucking Dusty bitch. Dusty bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I might I might watch that again. Cause fucking terrible movie. Yo, back in the nineties when that movie came out, video two they had three, two videos. If you guys don't know what two videos are, for watching a movie. What the fuck? The best. We think we're making podcasts for fucking twelve year olds. <laughs> they don't know what a VHS is. Come on, man. Do better. Do better, man. Do you got one? Or are you still looking? No, of course I got one. I was waiting. I wanted you guys to fucking rattle off some. There's supposed to be a team episode. All right, all right. Um, Monday. It's too late now. I got another one. Uh, this is a movie that I'm sad to say I just watched for the first time back during quarantine. But it changed my fucking life. The Truman Show. With Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Fantastic ending. Doesn't he find, like... Well, you basically, essentially, he's a prisoner his entire life. Yeah, and they're... For p- like other people's show, right? entertainment and shit, yeah. And then when he finally wakes up to what's really going on, he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And that's when he realizes that, you know, it's all been like a studio stage and shit. He runs, he gets in a boat, and he sails across the world, basically, well, what he thinks is the world... Until he crashes into a wall, and then he finds a door leading out, and it's like, you know, this, like, creator of it all is, like, telling him, like, oh, Truman, don't leave. You have to stay. And the last line Truman says to him before he leaves is his iconic line, in case I don't see you, good, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and then walks away. And it's, like, beautiful, man, because it, like, symbolizes, you know, escaping the Matrix, man, living life for real. Mm. Crazy. Nice, bigger picture. Yeah. I feel like Donnie Darko had a crazy ending. I feel like Donnie Darko was the strangest fucking movie in history. Oh, that's a great movie, dude. 
You know they brought the Donnie Darko rabbit to fucking uh, Warzone? What? Yeah, you could get the costume on Warzone. That's pretty funny. I was thinking about getting Warzone the other day. If I get it, you'll play? Yeah, we play all the time. We're always looking for a fourth. There's yeah. a new map and shit now. Yeah. They won't let, no, they won't let me in the crowd no more. You suck, probably. Huh. He sucks. He never even lands where we all land at. He always lands on the other side of the map. Wherever, bitch, meet me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> You're going to keep saying the fucking same line for the next 40 years? Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Hey, but um, I got another one. It was, it was a real good ending. A show Island was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I know for a fact Shutter you've never Island. seen that movie. I did. I know you're. I looked at you. I looked at you. Look at your screen. I know you're reading off a fucking laptop right now. No, I'm just. I'm not stupid. I'm. No, I, I did saw Charlotte Island. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Island, where you think he was a detective, but the whole time he was just a a patient at the island. Uh huh. Shut up. Yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. Also, like Secret Window. The same. It's the same concept. Their minds play a game. I I think half these like these twisted movies we think of is is just in their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got another one that we uh we actually talked about that we did a whole episode about this movie a while back. Uh, this movie Fanboys. Oh yeah. I don't know if you ever seen that Chubbs movie about a bunch of friends that try to sneak in the. Uh, George yeah, Lucas's yeah, house yeah, to watch okay, yeah. episode one of of uh, Star Wars, but it, it's got a deeper meaning to it because you know during the movie that's when you start to realize that you know this guy Linus, their buddy Linus, has cancer and he's not going to survive long enough to see the movie. So that's what they that becomes what they start to do it for is to get Linus to be able to see the movie before he dies. And, you know, and like it kind of like teaches you like you know. Go and make amends while before it's too late, man. You know, make up with those buddies of yours before before it gets too late. You know, and then right after, right when the film's about to end, you know, Butler and Linus, these two friends who've been apart for years, are sitting down around a campfire, and they finally, you know, make amends and they shut the story on their friendship, and then Linus goes peacefully. Boom. And then it fast forwards to all the friends going and seeing the episode. Going nice. and seeing episode one. It's a fucking beautiful ending, man. Sounds Great ending. Like yeah, it was a beautiful ending. That was a good episode, too. Yeah, it was a good episode, man. Good episode, man. Uh, one I definitely wanted to talk about, bro. This. Talk about fucking crazy endings you never see coming. This is the one right here. It's uh, The Usual Suspects. The greatest trick the Devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Says Con Man Kent. Drawing a comparison to the most enigmatic criminal of all time, Kaiser Soze. So it starts, uh, there, there's like four guys in a lineup. And uh, they're doing the voice of a line. Like, freeze, motherfucker, or something like that. Um, anyways, it's the whole uh, story is about these cops who are trying to catch these criminals in this like huge fucking criminal conspiracy. Uh, Kevin Spacey plays a guy, Clint, or whatever his name is, who's real unassuming. He's, like, crippled. He walks funny and shit. Um, basically, you think it's everyone but fucking Kevin Spacey. At the end, right after he's leaving the interrogation room, there's a moment where he's walking down the, um... Oh, I should say, too, throughout the movie, they're like, oh, who's Kaiser Soze? Who's Kaiser Soze? Uh... At the end of the movie, he walks out and uh, he stops walking with a limp. And that's how the movie ends. So it's like basically telling you that he was Kaiser Soze the whole time. It's been a while since I watched that movie, but its I remember it fucking knocking me like for a fucking loop, dude. That's like a great movie. Yo, uh, now that I ruined the ending for everybody. <laughs> dude, it's been out long enough. Yo, um, it has one of the fucking Super Baldwin brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a lot. It's also got Benicio del Toro's in it. Um, Gary Bushi. Oh no, was Gary Bushi in it? No, it was Gary. It was Gabriel Bryan? Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Or no, it's either Guillermo del Toro or 
I can't remember which one's the actor and which one's the... Guillermo del Toro is the director. Oh, okay. Benicio so del Toro or whatever is the actor. Yeah, he's acting in it. Great movie, great class, or cast, and fucking you know insane what I'm just, story. You know what I'm just realizing now is that that one scary movie did a playoff of that ending. When fucking Doofy walks out, and then you realize he's not actually Doofy. He's like some other dude yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I just realized that, that that's yep. what that's from. Yep. You know, um, that's fucking hilarious. Um, if you remember the part, like I didn't watch the movie on on, on the su- su- suspect, but they had that part when they're doing the lineup and you see those guys laughing. Because somebody in that lineup actually fired it. <laughs> Seriously? Is that what they said? <laughs> it, was nice. one of them, it was one of them. I went on, uh, I went on like a random video finds on uh, YouTube. Like, like it was movie facts. So like, okay, yeah. let me watch this shit. Right on. Um, yo, I got another one. Just real quick, last thing I want to say about that is fucking Kevin Spacey's a fucking weirdo creep and I hate promoting him, but... It's a great. Well, you know, give him props for that. That's the uh, that was before we found out he was a creep, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, other movie. I'm I'm just going to throw all the live action around. I'm going with uh, Leave on Stitch. It's actually, not a. That's not. A, that's actually a pretty good pick. Actually, I'm very surprised. That the, is actually a solid pick. The reason uh, Leave on Stitch is uh, it was an alien. Dude, no, I can't say that. It was an alien come out of space, and he's trying to make friends with uh, Lilo or Lila. It's Lilo. Really? Yes. Yeah, it. so it's literally the name of the movie is Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Um, the my favorite line from that movie it was uh, when he said uh, Mahalo. Mahalo means you don't leave family behind. It's Mahalo. Well, Mahalo, Mahalo. I was thinking Mahalo, but I wasn't for sure. <laughs> But it was you never leave family behind. Huh? Amen. And um, like it was the whole that fucking goon looking ass uh, alien dude. You know the guy I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The guy that wanted to go after six six two six. Yeah. Jumba. Yeah. Or no 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 that's not Jumba that's the other guy. The guy that looks like a shark. Yeah that that's. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah, I forgot what his name was. He's a piece of shit. But you know, you know, my favorite. You know, my favorite. You know, my favorite secure, uh, person was. It was that secret agent. Oh, uh, Bubbles, yeah. Cobra Bubbles. Yeah, Agent Bubbles. Agent man. Secret agent man. He got the eye roll. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you to never do that again, <laughs> preferably. Uh. This one is a little tricky because, you know, there was about a hundred sequels afterwards, but I'm going to go ahead and say Furious 7. <laughs> they probably should have ended the franchise right there because it ended fucking perfectly. Oh, nice. And it's literally, it's also where the franchise ended for a lot of people. But I think, you know, I think the ending of that movie was basically, you know, what the Fast and Furious movies were really all about before they became a giant joke. You know, it was about family, man. It was about togetherness. You know, and then it ends with their boy Paul. You know, it's the end of Paul and Vin's story together, Wait, man. It's beautiful. Is seven is seven where he? Yeah, that's where they do the tribute to Paul at the end. Or where he drives away? Yeah, where he's like, oh, no matter where you are, whether it's a quarter mile away or halfway across the world, you'll always be with me, and you'll always be my brother. I tried to get Choop to get that tattoo on me once, and he told me no. He said that'd be weird. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I said, we should get that tattoo once. And he said, that'd be weird. I did. I swear to God. I'm never getting tattoos with you again, man. Why? I get a tattoo. This guy gets it bigger. Dude, I got it first. What are you talking about? My dad gets it even bigger than that. I got it first. What are you talking about? Yes, I did. No, you did not. You guys got yours done by Gavin. I got mine done by that chicken in Lockport. Dragonfly. Yeah, Dragonfly. Did you? Yes. Yeah, he did. Was his How first? do you know? Because he was with me. Bullshit. Uh, he was, that was his first tattoo. And he's like, the, uh, no, this was my first tattoo. Do you got a receipt? I don't believe you, It was like 10 years ago. <laughs> 15 years ago. Uh, another great one, which Andy and I just watched again earlier today, 
uh, the ending of Back to the Future Part 2. Fantastic fucking movie ending. Where Marty thinks he just watched Doc explode until a mysterious man drives up and says, Hey, we've got a letter here that's left at Western Union for you 80 year or 70 years ago. I don't, was it 70 years? Yes. I just watched the ending earlier. Are you going to fucking tell me? But yeah, man, that's fucking awesome. And that's when he realizes, yo, Doc's alive, bro. My boy's alive. And he's like, hey. And he's going to run away. And the last stream guy's like, hey, you need help, kid? And he's like, there's only one man who can help me. Boom. And he finds Doc again. And they go back to the past one last time to the West, to the old West. And they trade in the DeLorean for a flying train, which is badass. Do you know uh, Michael J. Fox almost died on that set? And yes. Yes, I do. Yo, I got I got another one off the off the grit. Jesus Christ! It's, um, what's the name? I thought you said you had it. No, no, no. no. I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm trying to build it. I'm trying to build a movie up. They got Clint Eastwood. Grand Torino? Grand Torino. That was a good movie. That was a good ending. Yeah, it was a great movie. Like, it was about this the nice... Oh, they didn't really... That only, like, I'm not bashing that movie. It's a good movie. But they only showed the Grand Torino, like, probably a handful of times. Not like the whole movie. Just, hey, here it is. Nice car. Yeah. That movie's pretty fucking racist, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Which is hilarious. I know, that's pretty hilarious. No, but, it's just um, fun. Because it's a, some 80-year-old, 70-year-old man living in the urban California time. He was smart as fuck, dude, during that scene at the end when he goes to pull out his lighter and they think he's pulling a gun. So they all fucking... Because he knows. He's like, yo, if they all kill me, they're all going to fucking jail for the rest of their life and that kid's going to be safe. Boom. Genius, dude. Genius oh, fucking fuck move. Yeah. And then the kid gets the Grand Torino in the end. Oh, fuck yeah. Badass, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of my favorite movies. That's a good movie. Uh, here's a kind of wild one for you. Holes. Yeah, I'm talking holes with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Fucking Shia, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, because the, the whole movie, man, all we hear about is his family's being cursed. You know, by this curse that was put on one of their ancestors. And on the end of the movie, Stanley... Unwittingly Or unknowingly Fulfills the fucking The prophecy finally And gives his family back Their good luck I remember that prophecy And then he finds The fucking treasure dude That his Great grand Or that Kissing Kate Barlow Left there years ago Dude You know the It was before The 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 prophet Of that was uh, Yeah that he had to carry That his great Great uh, Grandfather Had to carry Madame Zeroni Up the hill To drink from the water and if she didn't, if he didn't, she would curse his family forever. Yep. My great, 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 no good, rotten grandfather. That's what it was. Something like that. Granddaddy, it's too hot. It's too damn That's bad. too damn bad. <laughs> Yo, another uh, great one. All right. Um, here, here's another one. Fucking radio channel spoiled it, by the way. When it, like... This is before internet spoiled movies. This is like when you actually hear the radio. Um, had Hillary Swank in it. Million Dollar Baby. I don't think I've ever seen it. Although Hillary Swank is fine as hell. Yeah, but um, it was um the it was the final match. Uh, her. I'm I'm just gonna ruin the movie for you. Well, yeah, it's an ending. If anyone gets mad at spoilers in the ending episode, then... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't about, like, she winning the championship. The, the fo- more fucked up part about this, her uh, her ring guy, not her manager, but, like, one for people that was in her corner, mm-hmm. She, uh, I think she got hit hard enough, She, her head cracked the uh, chair, and she dies. Mm-hmm. I know it's not supposed to be the best, but it was the build-up to it. Yeah, it was a wild ending. Yeah, the uh, the one radio person spoiled it. They come on a couple days. Like, oh, by the way, uh, sorry about it. We spoiled a movie for you. Uh, another really good one. 
I feel like the 80s had, like, a lot of really good movie endings. Well, they actually had to put thought and effort in the movies back uh, then. One of my favorite movie endings, specifically from a John Hughes movies, because almost every single one of his movies had great endings. But one of my favorite endings of a John Hughes movies was uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm. One of my favorite movies, probably my favorite John Hughes movie. And it's just, you know, the the whole message behind it all is just fucking insane, dude. You know, you got Ferris, who's like, you know, very confident guy, unafraid. You know, he takes his buddy out the house, who's like, you know, a shut-in. He's fucking terrified of living. Shows him literally the best time of his life. And then, you know, finally gets him to open up about, you know, the anger he feels inside. And while doing that, he kicks his father's fucking Corvette out the window. (laughs) And he's like, you know what? I'm not scared anymore. When my dad gets home... Me and him are going to have talk. And it's, you know, it's a fucking beautiful, you know, it's like a, that's like the le- the deeper lesson behind the movie is, you know, is be confident, man, and unafraid. Just live. Especially when you're young, man, when there's not really a lot of consequences. Pretty sure I heard somewhere that there was like a alternate ending or like a couple deleted scenes where uh, Ferris steals uh, dude's dad's credit card, I think, and they act, they took it out of the movie because they actually thought like it made fucking Bueller look a little too douchey. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear something? Like oh that? yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've. There's lots of people that debate whether or not the the ending of Ferris Bueller's Day Off is actually good. A lot of people say it's you know Ferris was a very toxic friend, but I think if you actually look at the meaning behind it all, I think he actually helped Cameron more than he hurt him. You know. Yeah, but it del- it also delivers one of the greatest quotes in movie history, and I, in my opinion, at least, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Beautiful, perfect, Real. fucking. Mm. Um, also, Sloane in that movie was hot as fuck. The chick who played Sloane, she was hot as hell in that movie. What do you uh, What did you guys think about the ending of uh, I Am Legend? What? I don't know what ending you're talking about because there's two. Oh, is there two? Mm-hmm. The, uh, I'm th- thinking of the one where they like kills himself, but he's oh, got he the grabs cure. her Nate and yeah. runs. He gives yeah. the cure to the other chick or whatever. Yeah. There's the other one is that he uh, gets killed by the thing, right? No, he rolls time. the body that he's got in his lab is the thing on the other side. That's like his wife, wife or whatever. Yeah. He rolls it out to him, and the guy just the fucking thing just leaves, and that Robert dude's able to walk away and well, you know go bring the, the cure. Glad they went with the first one. Well, now they're making a sequel, apparently, which is going to use the ending where he lived, because he's going to be in the sequel, I guess. Oh shit! Yeah, which is kind of dumb, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My next movie. It came out in 1995. A Scottish warrior, William Wallace, leads his countrymen for freedom of homeland. Braveheart. Oh shit! With fucking Mel Gibson. Mel Gibbs. I thought, uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to say Highlander for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading, like, this paper. Yo, it, that movie, that, that ending right there, it was fucking fantastic. Uh, Mel Gibson character fucking bled a part of Goons of 200 compared to that thousand. And yeah, it's fucking hilarious when he's, when he's trying to hype up all the guys and they're like, you can't be William Wallace. He's dead. And he's like, Yes, I've also heard he's eight feet tall and shoots fireballs from his eyes. <laughs> uh, but that fucking speech he gives, dude, to rile him up is fucking insane, dude. When he's like, come back here to let them know they could take our freedom. Or no, they could take our land, but they'll never take our freedom. Yeah, that's when Mel Gibson was fucking on. beautiful. Yo, that was when he was on point on his movies. Mel Gibson made a movie a couple years after that, like some years after that was... Super fucking weird, but it was a really good movie. It was called The Beaver. It was a really strange movie. I heard about it. Was it really good. Yeah, you, you know what screwed up Mel Gibson? Like seriously, Passion of the Christ. After the pa- <laughs> it, it really did. Passion of the Christ had him. He went to his new alter ego of himself. He's not even that bad of a dude. He just was super fucking weird for a while. He's like you know he's having a Kanye West era before Kanye West had an era. You know, Mel Gibson started it, and then Kanye West followed. Now Kanye West is having that moment. Yeah, see Kanye West's new woman. Yeah, looks like Pete, uh, Pete Davis. 
Yeah. No, she, no, he doesn't. Yeah, she does. What? That's hilarious. Oh, dude, I don't know how I forgot about this movie. One of my favorite fucking movies ever, dude. Seven Pounds. Oh, dude. Come on, bro. Yes. That's my shit, I man. Yo, yo, is Seven Pounds... I fucking about, love that it's movie. It's about Will Smith's character. Yeah, dude. When you, oh, fuck. Let's go on and We've go. literally watched that movie before, me and you. We've talked about it before. Oh, yeah. Yo, because we're talking about Will Smith's movies... Uh, yeah, sorry cutting you off. Because I was, I had a train of thought. Look, no, that's fine. <laughs> you can see those. You can see how hard, you can see how hard those nipples are. Come on, man! You had to take it there. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are they waffles? What? Why she got waffles? I don't know, man. <laughs> don't look like that. I don't know. I, was, I didn't pay attention. You know you looked at it. You probably, you probably looked at it. You probably looked at it. Be his winker, winker. Don't they got waffle nips? Oh, it's because somebody fucking. Oh. They blurted it out. That's oh. Right. <laughs> like, like what the fuck is going on with their? Yeah, they blurted out. Yeah. You know what? Oh, what were we talking about? Seven Pounds? Yeah, seven, fucking fantastic movie. Oh, fantastic movie. One of the best endings ever, probably. Yeah, uh, Will Smith movie, in my opinion. Um, all right, here, here's another one. Here's another gut puncher. I don't I don't have, like, the, the updated information. Is his movie with his son, Pursuit of oh, Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. That yeah. movie. That's a good one, based on a true story. Yeah, I was like... Can you believe I went and seen that movie in theaters like a fucking idiot? <laughs> thinking it was going to be a funny movie. Did you go with the chick? No, I was young. I went uh, with a bunch of buddies. We hey, all pretended like we didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It, it had some sad moments. Like I, I finally got. I was finally proud of uh, whatever Will Smith's character was when he finally got out the. Uh, he finally climbed up that ladder. Not, not, uh, not climbed a physical ladder in the movie, but when he actually climbed. Uh, yeah, I'm doing. Yes, it. we know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, we know it wasn't a physical ladder drop. We know. You don't have to explain that part. You fucking. All right, um, speaking of that, um, I got, I got uh, my other one. I, I could, I could either go with the live action or the uh, cartoon version. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I think I probably say live action because it was more. You see the beast turn to a man. Beauty and the Beast for sure. You see the beast turn to a man in the animated version too. What are you talking about? But yeah, I, I say both of them because it's almost both con- same concept. Go wait in the hallway. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Nerd. Start digging some nerd holes. What's another good one? Oh. You know what's a really good one? What? Probably one of the best movies with uh, these. Well, I think the only movie with these three guys, but it's a fucking. Probably one. It's probably top five Robin Williams movies, man. Fucking Goodwill Hunting. I heard about that one. Fan, dude, the ending of Goodwill Hunting is insane. It's so good. I, actually, I don't think I've ever seen that. You've never seen Oh, it's no. so good. Like, you know what's you know funny? I saw little bits and pieces of it. I never actually like sat down the ball and watched the phone. It's so good, right. dude. Um, <clears throat> all right. And they, uh, all right. Jeez, man. Can I talk about it first? Basically, the whole movie, you know, it sets up this guy, Will, Will Hunting, who, uh, you know, you could tell he's a fucking genius. He's got all this potential, but he won't leave Boston because he's scared. He's scared of the unknown. So, you know, he just stays. He works at a fucking, uh, he works as a janitor at MIT. And, you know, and his buddy, his best friend paid by uh, Ben Affleck, where he's like, you know what, man? You know what my dream is? Every day I wake up and I come to your house to get you for work. And I always had this dream that you're not there. I walk in and all your shit's packed and you just left. And he said, and that's the, the greatest moment of my life. Because he's like, yo, you got so much more potential than this place if you would just get out of here. You know, and the whole movie, like, he meets Robin Williams' character, who's like a therapist. He's in therapy with him and shit. Yeah. You know, and like, they talk and he tells him like, oh, you know, you need to, you know, you need to just leave, you know. You're too good for this place. And during the movie when... Robin Williams is telling Matt Damon's character about, like, his life and shit. He tells him about how when he met his wife for the first time and how he told his buddies, his buddies tried to get him go out somewhere or something with him, and he said, I have to go see about a girl. That was, like, his thing. That's when he met his wife. And then when 
And then when uh, Matt Damon's character finally decides to leave, you know, he his girl, Skyler, tries to get him to move to... I forgot where she moves to, but she tries to get him to move with him so he can, you know, live to his full potential. And in the last second, after the dean of the school sets up a job, a job for him, uh, he's all ready to take this job from this professor. But then in the last second... He takes off and he leaves a note for a therapist to tell Professor Lambeau, sorry, but I had to go see about a girl. And he leaves and goes to be with his woman and live up to his full potential finally. Very cool. Yeah, it's a great fucking ending. Sets up, you know, the movie as a whole is fucking great. If you've never seen the movie, I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic movie. Probably one of the best movies ever, probably, in my opinion. It's really good. Right on. I'm trying to think of some sleeper All right, what were you going to say sleeper no? picks. All right. He, uh, Cheetah wanted to mention this at the beginning of the episode. <clears throat> For some reason, it just got buried, buried, buried on these excellent movies we've been reviewing about. All right. The movie came out in 1994. Over the couple... couple Cursus of seven years, two convicts from friendship seeks compassionate uh, care or something. With Tim Robinson and Morgan Freeman, the, Sh- the Shawshank Redemption. Great ending. Probably one of the best, <clears throat> maybe one of the best movie endings of all time, maybe. Maybe even top three best movie endings of all time. It's fantastic, man. Andy Beauregard. That's Tim Robbins' character. Becomes the only man ever in history to escape from that prison and live. And he tells Red, you know, Morgan Freeman's character, if you ever make it out, you know, come find me. And after being denied parole a bunch of times, Morgan Freeman finally gets out. He finds out where Andy is. And then right at the climax, at the end of the movie, it shows Red walking down a beach. And he sees Andy working on a boat when they're reunited again. As free men. Yo, it was funny. Family Guy just fucking, fucking beautiful. Family Guy did a different. Was like, they did the same thing, but it was more of a. Ha ha, hey, guys, hey. Like, fuck. Fucking beautiful. Yeah, like a parody. Yeah. Fucking uh, beautiful. You know you know what was also a good movie? Uh, Forrest Gump. Horrendous piece of shit. Horrendous movie. Terrible fucking movie. That's a good movie. The ending makes zero sense. You're letting Tom Hanks hate. Yeah, that's what it is. He's letting the Tom Hanks... It's a fucking the stupid ending. ending. Why would you go back though. to Jenny, bro? Like, oh, I finally love you, Forrest, now that I have a kid and I have fucking AIDS. But, like, fuck you, stupid bitch. But overall, it is a great fucking movie. Uh, is, is it good? It's questionable. Fair. Man. Yeah. Yo, it was it was a good story seller about a kid from outside of Memphis. He taught Elvis how to do the jig jig that's literally like the smallest point in the entire movie. But okay. <laughs> but but like he was uh you ever heard uh like what the fuck? You done broke it. Elroy. Keep talking. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, you get to you get the famous line, "Run for run." And then he comes to be one of the best athletes in the world. Uh, he got the chance to make the president. Uh-huh. And um, he's like, Mr. Uh, Mr. President, you want to see my butt talks? I got shot. I'm not pretty sure you didn't say it like that, but yes, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Uh, then, uh, yeah, so many adventures. He, like one day he just decides to go running. And he has his mo- he has motivation. I just felt like running. <laughs> just, That's just, pretty good. Did you know that they um, based the voice off of uh, the child actor? Really? Yeah. That's funny. The kid the kid came in, and they're like, fuck, we got a problem. You're going to have to teach this kid. kid had a real uh, bad down south accent. They're like, you're going to have to teach this kid to talk how you want to talk. And Tom Hanks was like, no, I'll just talk like he talks. And then he learned how to talk I, like him. I love you, Jenny. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sound just like him. Yo, <laughs> The uh, the best part, uh, not best part, was when he comes home from Vietnam, and when he had that speech, like the, they were talking about the speech, and uh, he actually tells what really happened. And the only 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 people that actually heard it was the people on stage. He he looks like he, uh, quick, get the mic. 
cut his mic. <laughs> cut his mic. And then Eddie starts talking, and the guy's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I will admit, though, one of the, it is, one part in that movie that is sick is when after he becomes, like, <laughs> fucking super rich, he goes back and, like, fucking destroys Jenny's old house. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty awesome. That was uh, pretty cool. Another one that uh, I'm surprised didn't get mentioned. Great ending. Fucking Black Sheep. Fuck Black yeah. Sheep. Oh, fucking Tommy gets... Oh, not Tommy. Whatever his name is in it. Mike. I think his name is, is Mike. Is it Mike? Yeah. Mike, Mike or something. He gets Mike re- or Steve. He gets redeemed, and fucking Gary Busey comes out, and they take the press conference hostage, and the fucking chick gets exposed. Said, hey, we're going to talk about that one, dude. You got to talk about how great Tommy Boy's ending was, too, man. I was, I was fucking, great yo, Tommy saves his dad's fucking plant, man. He saves the dream. Tommy just sold a half half a million brake pads. Tommy just sold a half a million brake pads. It's funny when he's giving the speech and he's like, hell, man, I lost my virginity to your daughter. You were there. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Farley, man, one of the best. One of the best to ever do it. At the end of Tommy Boy, he was sitting there talking to his dad. It was like, oh, yeah, everything's going good. Me and Michelle's doing all right. Um. I gotta get to their house. I'm just, I'm just, I'm breaking down the summary so easy because I can't remember word for word for it. I said, hey, Dad, can you give me a little one? And, and of course, Chris Farley probably asked, hey, guys, just hit me in the head. Like, the- fucking dinks him in the head. The, uh, did you know, fun fact, did you know in the movie, in, uh, Tommy Boy, when they're at the hotel, when Tommy's walking out to see if the pizza shop's open, that girl that jumps into the pool nude, did you know that her and Chris Farley were dating? Wait, I, really? Was it no. the same? Was it the same guy? Like he goes, he goes over like, oh. yeah. He's like, oh, do you know where the gym is? <laughs> She's like, no, sorry. Yeah, they they started dating not long after the movie came oh, out. Dude, oh, dude, you want you want you want to speak another good a good heart movie? Yo, cheetah, you know I'm gonna mention this movie. <sighs> it's from 1993. Why do you keep saying the year? Just say the movie. God damn it. Uh, cool running. Fucking terrible movie. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you, what was it? I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, You're not missing this shit. Oh, Ooh. what was it? Cool uh, runnings. Cool runnings. Yeah. Cool runnings. No, no, it, yes. was, it was actually a, it was actually a good. One. Feel the rhythm. Feel, Feel the, the rhyme. rhyme. Come on, the boys, it's bobsled time. time. Cool running. Fucking nerds, dude. It is a great movie, though. I'm, I can't yeah. lie. For, for a while, I know you. I know your uncle was in that movie. We, we did mention this in the earlier season. <laughs> in the earlier episode. there's an episode. There's a moment after the, their bobsled clashes. If you pause at the right second, there's a guy that looks fucking identical to Robbie. Yo, it's hilarious. <laughs> yo, I, yo, yo, Choop, I, I asked Rob like for a few, like I forgot how the conversation. Hey, Rob, what was he doing around '93 per se? <laughs> Oh, I was here waiting for my daughter to get born. Like, well. Likely story. Likely story. Like, well. Um, oh, I was here in Niagara Falls. Like, dude, I swear I saw you in the movie. Oh, dude. Guess what? Guess what it is? It's time check. Our time check is one hour, two minutes, and 45 seconds. Oh, perfect. Enough time for me to. One last ending. My favorite movie ending of all time. One of my favorite movies of all oh, time. Oh, God. He's going to fucking say it. What? What do you think I'm going to say? Yo, Choop. Hmm. What's the one? What's the movie he always wants to talk about? He, he can't talk about his, his, his closures. He always wants to talk about all the movies, man. I can't guess. You're the one who What movie do you think you? I'm going to talk about? The Lord of the Rings? Nope. Return of the King? Nope. Not even close. Not even close, bitch. Oh, man. You, you think you know me? You don't know shit. Mm. Best movie ending ever. Close my laptop for this one because I got it all off the top of my dome. That's how much time I've watched yep. this movie. Yeah, he's going to say he's going to forget about E.T. Nope. Fuck E.T. E. Wait, 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 wait. I got another one. Bane Brosers. That was not even a word. The Bang Brothers? Yeah, the Bane Bros. Is that what you said? Yeah, the Bane Brother Busters. We in the fucking all the way, dude. <laughs> Yo, you fucking make shit weird. Always. Thank you. 
Our, okay. Our Best movie. movie ending ever. Big Fish. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm, oh. That's one of Rachel's favorite movies. Yo, I love- I've never met a single person that doesn't love that movie. It's a fantastic movie. Maybe one of Tim Burton's best movies ever, in my opinion. It is a great movie. Dude, it's a it, fantastic movie. You know, in the end, you know, this this kid, you know, ends up hating his dad the whole movie because his dad, you know, he, he stretches the truth about all this stuff, tells all these stories. But in the end, man, in his final moments, he realizes why his dad always did it. It's because now his dad will be remembered forever in the stories that he told, you know. And in the end... His son finally gives in to the family the family ways, man, and he tells his dad the story. The story of how his life ended. That's fucking beautiful, man. He's laying there in the hospital bed, tears in his eyes, and the dad's like It's beautiful. He's like, just the way I saw. He's like, the story of my life. And it's a fucking beautiful ending, man. You know? And on the end we get hit with a great quote where it's like where he's like, You ever heard a joke so many times you've forgotten why it's funny? And then you hear it again, and it's like it's new. You remember why you loved it in the first place? Well, that was my dad's final joke, I guess. Man tells his story so many times that he becomes his stories. They live on after him. That's all we could ever want, man. It's a beautiful ending to a beautiful movie. Yo, we should... Uh, Finito. Yo, with that quote... You and scene. Yo, and scene. with that quote, like as soon as you said that quote... And that's what he wanted. I should have ended the episode there. To be. <laughs> yeah, well, now there's just all this unnecessary talking because you don't fucking, you don't think straight. I was going to click it, but then we gotta be well, quick. Whatever. But you know that was uh, that was movie endings, man. You know, some great ones, some wild ones, some ones that are just like just like you know whatever Chop said because everything he said didn't really make a lot of sense, but that's why we love him. Just like every good movie, this pod, too, has to come to an end.